0: Hi, this is Petitius Ministries, I'm Father Bill and you're very welcome to my channel. So is there any historical or even circumstantial evidence of the resurrection of Jesus? Let's dig in. You know, to say that there has been a huge amount of confusion, but what it means that Jesus was raised from the dead is putting it mildly. I mean, I, I, I haven't heard—I hear it so often. Ah, sure, his spirit is what lives on now with God the Father, and it doesn't really matter what happened to his body in the tomb, et cetera, et cetera. And Saint Paul, he is really clear that he says the resurrection of Jesus is the linchpin of our Christian faith. If Christ has not been raised from the dead, then our faith is futile. That's how serious this whole thing is. Everything hangs on the resurrection of Jesus. Well, I think it's important we begin with what the resurrection is not. The Jewish disciples of Jesus, they were not claiming that Jesus had come back to ordinary life, that he was resuscitated in other words. I mean if anyone takes a moment to look at the kind of death that Jesus had endured, nobody could survive the brutality of the crucifixion. I have actually a video of the crucifixion with a a medical and a historical analysis, it's worth looking at if you get a chance, on my channel. But nobody could survive the crucifixion, even those whom he raised back to life during his ministry, like Jairus' daughter, for example, Lazarus, or the widow's son, etc. They all died again. And secondly, his disciples, they weren't claiming that Jesus' soul was now with God, Um, the kind of way we talk about when our loved ones pass away at their funerals. I mean, this is very clear, as not one of his disciples went around... Proclaiming that the the spirit of Jesus with God no instead everybody they were very specific and clear that Jesus was alive That he was resurrected in his own body. In other words something extraordinary Radical and fundamentally different happened to the body of Jesus This was new and something that had not happened in the world before So what is the resurrection what are we talking about here well? What is clear by the thousands of people who encountered the resurrected Jesus is that Jesus has a body. The resurrected Jesus has a body, has flesh. I mean, this, is, this wasn't some ghost that they were seeing. I wanna bring it back to Luke's gospel, right? Where Luke describes the, the moment where the disciples encounter the risen Jesus. And he has to calm them down because they are frightened out of their mind because they think it's a big ghost they're watching at he says see my hands and my feet that it is I myself touch me and see for a ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see I have and then they're still scared of this extraordinary events and Jesus he asks them do they have anything to eat and give them some fish to eat and there he is eating in front of them now a good uh, priest friend of mine Father John MacDonald here in the Archdiocese of Dublin he said um, which is something I think it sums all this up he says and I quote a ghost does not eat toast <laughs> he's so right I mean in other words everybody the man that these disciples saw die is now alive and eating food in front of them and what this tells us is that Jesus is alive with the same body he was killed in as he shows the disciples the very wounds of the crucifixion and even when poor old Thomas starts to doubt he says I will not believe until I can put my hands in the side and in the wounds of the crucifixion and Jesus when he appears to the Apostles again he allows Thomas to put his hand in the very wounds that killed him on the cross and what does Thomas say my Lord and my God, he believes then. So friends, the crucifixion has literally left marks on Jesus's body. And therefore this confirms for the disciples, but also for you and me, that it is the same Jesus who died on the cross a couple of days earlier. But you know what? This event, it also tells us that Jesus's body is now very, very different from our own earthly bodies because we see Jesus in the gospel accounts. He's able to walk through locked doors. And appear wherever he wants whatever he wants as he wills that's what st. Paul calls a glorified body a body that has been radically changed now look I know some of you are thinking how could anybody believe such a thing well even if you don't believe in the resurrection of Jesus you need to explain historically how it was that the very first disciples and then thousands and thousands of jews as well as pagans and romans and greeks etc they came not only to believe that this was a hundred percent real but that it was dramatic enough that it changed their set of beliefs and values and and many of them were even willing to be put to a torturous death for proclaiming the resurrection of jesus and you know friends i also want to make a very important point that which is a point that's always poised at the ancient peoples—that be it them Jewish, pagan, whatever—that they were more gullible than we are today. That is not so. Those people back then—they were no more gullible about miracles than most modern modern people are. I mean, look at—I hear it so often. You know, people, a lot of people today think that when we die, we become a butterfly or a little robin. Do you know. And, and, and these Jewish people back then who proclaimed such an extraordinary event as Jesus' resurrection of the dead were met with doubts, ridicule, suspicion by some of Jesus' own disciples. And look at, at the end of the day, any sane person back then or even now will understand that ordinarily dead people stay dead. So it's understandable that people have difficulties in, in believing the resurrection of Jesus. Something happened to the body of Jesus. Okay, this whole thing begins with the, the discovery of the empty tomb. As Bart Ehrman says, I quote, All our sources agree that Jesus was dead and buried, and on the third day, a Sunday morning, his tomb was empty. End quote. That is an historical fact. Okay, historical fact. The dead body of Jesus, which was placed into a tomb that Joseph of Arimathea owned, was now gone. That body was now gone. I mean, even Mary Magdalene's first response when she sees the empty tomb, she asks, who has stolen Jesus's body? And you know what? The fact that the Gospel writers highlight the role of the women in the discovery of the empty tomb in the first place is itself a very credible basis because back then, a woman's account, unfortunately, it was disregarded as unreliable. So the fact that the Gospel writers have this detail in the account of the resurrection lends to their credibility and the reliability of the account of the empty tomb. Otherwise, why would they embarrass themselves in writing these things? And you know what, it is also interesting to note that the Jewish and the Roman authorities, they never deny the fact that the tomb is empty. Instead, they try to explain it, such as the guards fell asleep or that, Jesus' disciples, his radical followers, snuck in through the night and the QT and stole his body. I mean, look, it's hard to believe that the disciples came in in the middle of the night, okay, and stole the dead body of Jesus, which was being, which was behind a huge stone sealed and guarded by a cohort of either Roman and or temple guards without anybody waking up. And I want to remind everybody that the penalty for Roman soldiers falling asleep on duty was death. So it's very serious. And this leads us, friends, to a very crucial point in all of this. The names and the people that, say, Luke refers in the Acts of the Apostles or in his Gospel, etc., or that Paul talks about in his letters, these people would have been alive at the time their names are used in the letters and the Gospels, right? And so people could have easily have checked out this information if they wanted to. In other words, it's not possible for the resurrection stories and uh, those who encountered the risen Christ and who had interactions with him to be legendary or made-up stories. Because people would have easily have tried to corroborate whether this is true or not. Because those people were still alive at the time these things were written that. So you see... With, you know, with the prominent position, say, of the women in the early accounts of the resurrection, the use of real historical figures and the fact that those who claimed to encounter risen Jesus were all still alive when the earliest gospels and letters of Paul and the Acts were written because they, they contain no flowery theological language and reflections because they're just raw facts and information and people would have easily been able to cooperate with it. It shows us, friends, I think, that the gospel writers And those who wrote the letters of the new testament they faithfully recorded what had happened even if it was embarrassing and this bespeaks of historical truth rather than myth and legend you know c.s lewis he noted that the new testament says absolutely nothing about the resurrection and that, I'm sure, is going to come as a little bit of a surprise to many of you out there. I mean, nobody was sitting beside the dead body of Jesus and saw it kind of get up and walk around. I mean, look at it this way. We don't see dinosaurs, but we study the fossils. And we may not know how diseases originate, but we study their effects. Just perhaps nobody witnesses a certain crime, but the police piece together with evidence. So you see, the issue that we are dealing with is not just that Jesus' tomb is empty... But that and that he's nowhere to be seen but that he was seen alive then he was seen killed and die on the cross then he was seen to be buried and now he is seen alive once again this is the issue we're dealing with here okay and perhaps the greatest witness of the resurrected jesus not the resurrection itself but the risen jesus is saint paul I mean, he was a Pharisee. Let's not forget about this. He hated anything that disrupted the traditions of the Jewish people. And to him, this new movement called uh, Christianity would be the height of disloyalty in his eyes. I mean, he even executed Christians whenever he got a chance. And then, bang, all of a sudden, he joins them. Why? Why did Paul... St. Paul do a 180 degree turn and become probably the greatest proponent of the Christian faith ever? Well, he said himself it was because he saw and he interacted with the risen Jesus himself. that Jesus appointed him be one of his apostles. Friends, St. Paul, he is a personal eyewitness and his writings are first-hand testimony of the resurrected Christ. And on top of that, he also speaks about the hundreds and hundreds of people that Jesus physically appeared to at the very same time. People whom Paul also tells us is still alive to tell their account of the risen Jesus. And again, why would Paul tell us of these people who could easily have checked it out for themselves? I mean, he wouldn't have said this if he knew they wouldn't back him up. Simple as that. This is just common sense at the end of the day that we're talking about here. And you see everybody, Paul and the early Christians who met the risen Jesus, claimed to do so in a public event. This wasn't something hidden or secret. A lot of people at the same time saw the risen Christ. So what and who they were looking at was outside of their own minds. I mean, this wasn't inside their own heads or something going on psychologically. This was in front of them. As the German historian Hans von Kampenhausen once said, and I quote, these accounts meet "...all demands of historical reliability." End quote. Let's go through some of the circumstantial evidence of the resurrection. First, we know that the disciples and his followers were deeply depressed after his death on the cross. And so they they dispersed, and some of them went back to their old jobs. Then, after a very short time after the death of Jesus, they abandoned their jobs... They regathered themselves and committed themselves to spreading the very specific message that Jesus was alive and that they had seen him and that even some of them had eaten with him. And that they were now willing to say this even when it meant no payoff from a human and economic point of view. In fact, some of them ended up being ridiculed, put into prison and even some into a torturous death. You see, they were convinced beyond a shadow of a doubt That they had seen and even eaten, like I said, with Jesus after his death on the cross. Secondly, there was the massive conversion of hardline skeptics who didn't believe in Jesus even before his crucifixion and many who were dead set against Christianity. All of a sudden, just like St. Paul, turned around and adopted the faith after Jesus' death. So friends, something dramatic took place after the Lord's death on the cross. Thirdly, we have to remember that we're dealing and talking about committed Jewish men and women who had been captured by Babylonians, Assyrians, Persians and are now under the iron grip of Imperial Rome. even through all of that, they kept their Jewish customs alive because their Jewishness was part and parcel of their identity and they taught the structures and the customs down throughout the generations. And yet, all of a sudden, They abandoned these institutions at the risk of eternal damnation for going against the Jewish faith. I mean, all of this only after a very short while after Jesus' death. Thousands upon thousands of Jews are now following the new Christianity and are willing to give up their social institutions. Again, friends, something extraordinary happened for them to do this. I mean, they even stopped offering sacrifice in the temple okay and they even dropped the scrupulous 1500 a year tradition of the holy sabbath and instead they changed their worship to a sunday why a sunday because jesus rose from the dead early on a sunday morning so how can you explain in such a short time how not only one jew but thousands upon thousands were willing to give up the institutions and their practices and have served them socially and theologically for centuries Because they had seen the risen Jesus. Fourth, the emergence of the sacraments of baptism and Eucharist in the early church are key in this as well. I mean the first followers of Jesus, they didn't just get together to remember how cool or or how great a teacher Jesus was, but they came together to celebrate a meal, okay? To remember Jesus having been killed in a grotesque and humiliating way. It's why we still have gruesome crucifixes in some of our churches. Why? Because the early Christians, as we do today Realised that Jesus' death Was a necessary step to a greater victory That his murder was not the last word That this rising of the dead Conquered death itself that The sacraments of the Eucharist And baptism in particular Are integral in our participation Not only in the death of the crucifixion But more importantly In Jesus' rising to life And fifth the emergence of the Holy Church. This began almost immediately after the crucifixion. That, I mean, think about it, within 20 years, the early church had reached the heart of the capital of Imperial Rome. I mean, who would bet that a ragtag group of people claim that a crucified carpenter rose from the dead would be so successful in such a short period of time? Nobody. Again, something dramatic happened for these group of followers to be so successful in such a short period of time and finally let's not forget the ongoing encounters with jesus the fact that billions upon billions of people over the past two thousand years and right up to today continue to have a personal relationship with christ uh, both rich and poor educated or not doesn't matter all testify that more than any single thing in their lives jesus has changed them and we can't have a transforming relationship with someone who's not alive. The church is still here after 2,000 years. What began as a tiny group of people turned into what the prophet Daniel foretold, and I quote, a great mountain and filled with the whole earth. Jesus was crucified, everybody, okay? He was buried and he was raised to new life three days later. The tomb was empty, and it still is.